Do you want to build your brand by being a guest on industry-leading podcasts? If you own a business, my guess is you do. So picture this. You, a dynamic executive, effortlessly connecting with engaged audiences, turbocharging your top-of-funnel marketing, and creating a treasure trove of content with every episode. Podcasting is the game changer you've been waiting for, and PodcastAlly.com is your VIP ticket to podcast PR success. Say goodbye to the ordinary and hello to the extraordinary exposure. Head over to PodcastAlly.com now and let them know that Pretty OK sent you. Your brand deserves to shine, and they're ready to make it happen. Pretty Okay Podcast, the world's chillest podcast <laughs> for creative women. Um, I know Apple Podcast was being really funky last week, so the episode downloaded to my phone, but I couldn't link it anywhere, so I I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully you got a chance to listen to last week's mini-sode about setting healthy boundaries when working with friends. If you didn't or it didn't show up for some reason, you can always listen on Spotify, so that's always an option. Hopefully this episode makes it out into the stratosphere of podcasts. Anyway, this week I wanted to share something uh, that I get asked about quite a lot actually, which is organization tools. So Organization and systems are hands down the number one thing most creative entrepreneurs struggle with. I know this. I see it every day. But you need organization and systems for everything. You need it for finance, for client management, for project management. Literally any aspect of your business needs some kind of system implemented so you can stay organized and productive. And this, my friends, is where I shine. (laughs) I always tell my husband, you know, some people appreciate my uh, type A, overly structured, (laughs) organized personality, but they are usually paying me. So I I wanted to share a bit with you guys about what I use on a day-to-day to keep everything organized and functioning. You know, one of my favorite things that I took away from the corporate world was how to implement systems and how to streamline shit and make sure that not just you, but everybody that you are relying on in your business or your brand is performing at the highest level possible because they know what's expected and they know how to do it, which systems are clutch for. So let's start with the big daddy, my ride or die, (laughs) the one program I tell every single person they need in their lives, Asana. If you're not familiar, um, Asana is a project management tool that you can use for seriously quite literally everything. I've been using Asana daily for about mm, 10 years. Well, yeah, since it came out in 2008 when it launched and was the, the new toy on the market. But what I love about Asana is how fluid it is. You can use it for personal tasks, for company tasks, for managing a team, whatever you need. And 
The reason I recommend it to everyone is because you can be as broad or as niche as you want with it. Also, it's free, which is, you know, obviously one of the best parts. (laughs) But basically with Asana, you can manage your entire to-do list from, you know, your smallest day-to-day tasks to those big overarching projects. I use Asana to keep our team at Glitter Guide on track, and I also use it for my own personal tasks. It's actually broken into two components. You don't have to log in and out of accounts. You can just toggle back and forth between your business tasks and your personal ones. So with Asana, you break everything into projects and then break those down into tasks and assign due dates and a person responsible for it. So I'll give you an example. I input the Glitter Guide editorial calendar into Asana because we have a team who are all responsible for different parts of a blog post before it goes live on the website. So in my process, I'll make a project titled November Editorial, and in that project, I'll create individual tasks for each blog post. So say we're doing our monthly book list post, okay? X books you should read in November. In the November editorial project, I'll create a task titled book list and assign it to myself with the date that needs to go live because I am responsible for all things editorial. And in that task, I'll create subtasks, which then I can assign a person and a due date to. So for example, in the book list, which I've assigned to myself as to mark complete on November 1st, that's the due date. That's the date the post needs to be live and ready on the site. Underneath that, I'll put the subtasks that need to happen prior to that date to make sure everything's done. So for example, I will assign a subtask for Wendy, our editorial assistant, to draft the post and enter it into WordPress, usually with the due date of about a week before the publish date because buffer time is always a good idea because shit happens. And then I'll assign a subtask for Evelyn, our graphic designer, to create the graphic, for Nicole to copy edit the post, for Taylor to review it and approve it, and then finally for Wendy to schedule it in WordPress the day before it's supposed to go live. All five of these steps need to happen before I can mark it complete and the post goes live. Are you with me? (laughs) Um, I know some of you are very visual, so what I'll do is I'll put some visual examples, like some screenshots or whatever, in the show notes on prettyokpodcast.com so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. But I promise it's amazing, right? So each subtask that I've assigned to the team has a due date. So just for example, say Wendy's task is due Monday, then Evelyn's task is due Tuesday, Nicole's Wednesday, Taylor's Thursday, Wendy's other task is Friday, the post goes live on Monday. And then I can see when it's been marked off and make sure that we're all still on track to be uh, on schedule for everything. We can also communicate back and forth within the tasks. So Evelyn can send through revisions of graphics or I can send a note to Wendy about links. Basically, it just eliminates the need for a thousand fucking emails back and forth with people you're working on a project with. It's a game changer. And then, of course, I do use it for personal stuff. I always tell my husband... If you have something you need me to do, you have to email it to me so I can put it in Asana. Otherwise, I will forget. I just will. And the best part is you can turn on an extra feature so that whenever you mark a task complete, 
a unicorn flies across the screen, and that's basically the best reward a professional businesswoman can ask for. <laughs> I I could truly talk about Asana for an entire episode. Uh, I just can't recommend it enough. And since it's free, definitely sign up and try it out for yourself. This is not hashtag sponsored. I really just like it this much. Um, they also have really helpful tutorials and screen flows to help get you started if you need the help. I know a lot of people use Trello, um, but I prefer Asana to Trello. Trello, if you're familiar with it, was actually created to be used for Scrum workflows, which are specific to web development. So to me, it's not as inclusive as Asana is, and it's not as customizable. Another tool that I use daily is Evernote. I don't know about you, but I, I'm always switching back and forth between my laptop and my phone, and I love that Evernote syncs instantly to both devices. I, I create what Evernote calls notebooks for all different areas of my day-to-day. I have a glitter guide one, a pretty okay podcast one. I have a shared grocery shopping list one that I share with my husband, and then I have like a, a catch-all one for anything else I need. It just makes it so much easier to have everything I need for my life in one place. Also, and I don't know about you, but I tend to have my best, most creative ideas at night just as I'm falling asleep. Or, you know, if I've smoked a little bit and I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race and I love using Evernote because I can jot down the idea that I have for a post or a marketing idea, product development, anything. And I cannot tell you how many times, pretty much every time I do it, I wake up the next morning and go, oh, cool. Damn, I forgot about that. Because I never would have remembered if I didn't plug it in Evernote and see it the next morning. So it's a good way to keep track of all those brilliant ideas that you don't want to forget. You can also share folders so you're always synced with, you know, business partners, life partners, all that jazz. Okay, so another one I use all the time, and don't laugh, is Pinterest. I actually wrote about this uh, the other day for Glitter Guide, but I don't think it's live yet. But anyway, it should be there soon. Um, But I shared how I use Pinterest to plan financially for the holidays. All year long, I pin things to a secret board that I think would make good Christmas presents for everyone on my list. This way, it's not mid-December and I'm not scrambling to figure out what to buy, and, you know, undoubtedly overspending because of a lack of preparation. I also use it to save ideas for newsletters, graphics, or content ideas. I just create separate boards where I can pin these things as I see them and then refer back to them when I need to tackle that certain project. And, you know, (laughs) this is nothing groundbreaking, obviously, but I also use Pinterest for you know, creative brainstorming for glitter guide projects with Taylor or making mood boards for photo shoots or design inspiration for a product we're working on. Pinterest is, it's definitely my favorite app for creative organization. And then of course, you know, the more obvious ones I use daily, like Google Drive, my my brother always gives me a hard time because he's like, do you have to send me everything in a Google Doc? And I'm like, you're damn right I do because I'm organized as hell. Deal with it. <laughs> Not really, but something along those lines. Uh, I actually prefer Google Drive to Dropbox in terms of organizing team files like branding assets and photos. 
I personally just find it easier to use, but you know, I know there are people who are who feel the other way around. So it's all about trying out different platforms and seeing what works best for you. I actually don't use Apple Notes that much. I tend to use Evernote in its place. I don't know, there's just something about notes that I don't like on desktop and I'm on my computer basically all day. So again, it's just a personal preference. Okay, so my last organization tool is LastPass. I like this one specifically when you're working with a team or if you have contractors, because what it is basically is an integration for your browser that stores all of your passwords under the umbrella of your team account. For example, say I would set up a Glitter Guide account and plug in all of the passwords for sites we use daily, like social media accounts, emails, storage drives, whatever, and then assign an account to each member of my team. So this gives them access to passwords without ever actually having to see them. So once they've logged in and installed the extension, what it does is it auto fills the passwords for them. So say you have a security breach or you know you gotta fire somebody, you just change passwords or remove accounts under the admin account as opposed to having to change all the passwords to everything and notify everybody on their end, right? Because right now, if you have to go and change the password for Instagram, you have to be like, hey, I changed the password. Here it is. Not with LastPass. <laughs> it's also great if you basically just forget your passwords and don't want to have to do facial recognition or enter your passcode 24-7. Um, I personally hate that. It is the bane of my existence. So I love LastPass for that reason that you can use it on your phone. I use it on my iPad, on my laptop. It's all synced to the same thing. So that's it. I'm not going to preach to you about the importance of being organized. But you need to be fucking organized. (laughs) Systems make your life so much easier. Especially if you have other people you need to take into consideration like business partners or contractors, employees, whatever. But even if it's just you right now, it's the best time to hop on the organization train. Getting systems in place, you know, before you grow is one of the best things you can do for your brand. I think Natalie uh, Gill and I talked about this in her episode. It's so helpful for when you scale your business. I think you'll be surprised, you know, how much easier things are when you have the right systems in place. Okay, guys, another quick one from me this week, a quickie. Uh, this week, I will be recording with my work wife and Glitter Guide founder, Taylor Sterling. So keep an ear out for that episode next week. We're going to talk all about creative energy and how to guide your brand through big creative transitions and all kinds of fun stuff. If you're still enjoying the podcast, it would be rad if you could hop over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. And as always, if you guys have any topic suggestions or specific areas you need help with, slide on into those DMs or, you know, shoot me an email. Oh, and don't forget to head to the site, prettyokpodcast.com for this week's show notes, but also to submit your PR questions for Connie Wong before we close that up and record our Q&A episode. Thanks as always, you guys, for being here and listening. I appreciate you more than you know. And I think you're awesome. So have a great week. Bye. (music) 